You just have a can of baked beans. Is that yeah. yours? Yeah. What the? Heck? <laughs> <laughs> I have it for breakfast. I'm not. No. With anything else, or you just, just have baked beans? baked beans for breakfast and lunch. I'm going to. Hello, friends, and welcome to Wednesday night dinner. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Night Dinner. I am your host today, Chandler Sheetsley. And I am your co-host, Becca Meyer. And today with us, we have a very special guest, Allison. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Allison. How are you guys doing? I'm doing very well. I'm doing good. I just saw you because we live in the same house. Wait, really? yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys live together? Oh my gosh. Yes. The energy today is... is the energy chaotic. is for the early morning that we are oh recording this. Yes. Uh, I say early morning as we are all seniors at the moment <laughs> and don't like to get up before it's, it's 8 a.m. <laughs> it's not that early, but it's very early. You know me. what? It's early enough for my brain to think it's, it's morning. Yeah. Especially on Monday. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. Monday brain. Indeed. Time. Anyways, um, on top of that, let's get started with our Hilo GMOs. Wait, Allison. wait. Can we, can we, before we do that, can we just like ask, Allison, who are you? <laughs> like, tell me a little bit about yourself for people for sure. who don't know. Because okay. we have some, we have some listeners in the Netherlands, mm-hmm. so like oh. they gotta know. Fascinating. Yes. Okay. Yeah. They gotta know who you are. <laughs> I, I apologize, Chandler. It's okay. Um, okay. So I'm a senior, graduating in like a month. Okay. Hey. <laughs> Go off. Um, I'm double majoring in finance and agricultural and resource economics. Wow. Heck yeah. Wow. What do you want to do with that? Don't know. <laughs> I'll be a summer camp counselor on a farm, though. That's so exciting. So that's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Eat to make you cool. I guess that's it. That's very cool. Okay, now we can do it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> let's go ahead and get into our high low GMOs. Allison, would you care to start us off? Oh, sure thing. Okay, so my low, um, probably on Friday, I was just working on an assignment for four hours straight, and that was not fun. Um, yeah. And then my high, um, this past weekend has just been really, like, just really fun and wholesome. On um, Saturday, we had the cornhole tournament at the CSE, and then... After that, I went to Rita's with some friends. Actually, in between those two things, I did get locked out of my house <laughs> and had to climb <laughs> through the window. Is to that, get wait, in. wait, is that the <coughs> Stephen reached out about the lock picking yes. people? Yeah. Uh, is it you? Who no, 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 no. That was kid. that was last night. He had to get in for the printer. Oh, I ended mind. up coming for that too, but <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> never mind. Yeah. Yes, um, I do indeed have a lock picking set which I use totally oh. legally and never use illegally Good. because that's Good. important. Yeah. Your FBI agent just tuned in. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry to Anyways. interrupt. Um Yeah, so Saturday the Cornell tournament, Rita's and then went to the Fatsingers for dinner and that was just really fun. Oh, so fun. Hang out with those children. <laughs> <laughs> Is this when Bunny Rabbit occurred? Uh, no, that was yesterday at brunch. Rabbit. That was yesterday okay. at brunch, yeah. Cool. But yeah, so then yesterday we had Sunday morning mass and then the brunch and then softball games. I hadn't played softball in like a year and a half and it was just so much fun. 
and I pleasantly surprised myself with how decent I was. <laughs> so <laughs> very nice. Yeah, yeah. Um <coughs> yeah. It was just a good weekend. Um and then my God moment, um <clears throat> probably just yesterday. Well, so yesterday was Divine Mercy Sunday. Um <gasps> Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Um and yeah, I just had really good prayer yesterday. Mm. Praying with like <clears throat> receiving the blood and water from Jesus from his heart. Um mm. in like different ways and just like how he gives that to us. And it was just it was really beautiful. Really good. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. Nice. Love that. Nice. Becca, how is how is your week? <coughs> What's your highlight, Gmo? Okay, I'm gonna start with my low so that we can go up from there. Oh yes. Um, so we record on like Mondays, and so for last week's Wednesday, we recorded on a Monday. So on the Tuesday, I had surgery on my knee. It should be the last one. Woo-hoo. Yes, Woo-hoo. yes. For those of you who don't know, I have lots of knee problems, but they had to take the screws out. But <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I had to take the screws and the staple out of my knee. Um, and so I have them in a little bag at home. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> but um, Father Connor thought that was really weird when I told him that I have a bag of the hardware. A little bit. <laughs> just a tad. Just a, just a little bit. But um, that's okay. It is, it is all right. Um, but anyway, I was like really sore and tired and frustrated from surgery kind of the whole week last week and that was just annoying because i thought i was going to recover quicker like i was walking right away but mm. i just didn't want to be impeded and i was um yeah so that that's was, fair that was my low um and then my high was i also had a great weekend um <laughs> we had like a little just we just hung out at our house um some people came over um and had like we had a little fire later impromptu mm. just a fun time on friday night and then i in one of the silliest things i've ever done <laughs> is there is like my boyfriend is like in charge of the soccer fan club at, at maryland <laughs> called the crew <laughs> and there's a spring soccer game. There are, there are several spring soccer games, but this this one was played in Emmitsburg, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And we drove. Like, me, Alex Ferreira, and then, like, several other people drove, like, the three and a half hours oh to Emmitsburg gosh. for a, a spring soccer game. <laughs> it was so much fun. Uh, it was, like, my whole Saturday. But it was so fun. Um and that was that was part of my high. I would do it again. Emmitsburg is beautiful. <coughs> mm-hmm. Actually, it's not Emmitsburg. It's a, I don't know. I'm, I'm I was wondering because Emmitsburg is Maryland. Like, yeah. I think I'm I'm misspeaking. I don't remember anymore. It's fun. Whatever. It's <laughs> the University of West Virginia. It was fun. Oh. All right. And then <laughs> my God moment. The energy here is so chaotic. I'm so sorry for anyone who's listening. Um. My God moment was yesterday when I was doing music ministry at APM Mass. Um, the uh, the energy was also similar, and we were just feeling very scattered. Um, and at one point, I was praying during Mass, and I received this image of the Father just like on a front porch, mm. watching his children Aww. just be children. <laughs> You know, like in the best way, just like sitting with a lemonade 
and with a huge smile, Stop. just like so happy to just you. watch us, you know? And so it just like filled me with that joy of like, okay, it has nothing to do with how well I'm put together mm-hmm. right now. He's just delighting in the fact that I'm praising him with all I have right now. So then that's good. Mm. So that was just a really great moment of consolation. Praise yeah. God. That's good. That's good God moment. <laughs> Very nice. Chandler. Uh, yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. I am last to go out of uh, elimination. So, um, yeah. So my low is that uh, I'm pretty stressed about my presentation this mm-hmm. week. Um, for those keeping up, I had a preliminary design review earlier this year, which was a four-hour presentation. Chandler, your oh low is always school. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> it is, it <laughs> it's is, hard. Um, so my... We are now into a critical design review where we have made some edits to our design and then a little bit more detail into the other Mm. things. And so we are um, presenting on Thursday. So another four hour presentation. Mm. Um, And yeah, it's been this past week has just been a lot of work towards that, like multiple hours every day, um, just like constantly working to fix our design and finish things for the presentation. Um, and I'm a little worried about how it's going to go because I don't, I don't know. We're not done yet. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a little worrying. But mm-hmm. um, yes, but my high, my high is that uh, I'm in the what's called spring line. It's drum line in the spring. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are preparing for a performance on Maryland Day. And it is almost ready. And it's really exciting. And I just, I have a lot of fun playing drums. So uh, what, um line are you i'm on i'm on tenors okay oh my gosh which is the uh multi drums for those who are not in the band me um it's very fun (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I enjoy playing them a lot and our rehearsals have been going well and now i'm really excited to play at maryland day so um yeah that's that's what's up (laughs) um and then my gmo yeah so um yesterday was divine mercy sunday as allison already said Um, yeah, and I completed my indulgences yesterday, um, by, uh, for those who don't know, you go to confession, you receive communion, um, you pray for the intentions of the Holy Father, and then you do a divine mercy chaplet prayer. Um, and then I think that's a closing prayer that you do, but uh, I did those four and yeah, it was just a, a great day overall. Um, yeah, it was just, God and I, God and I were just like, really feeling connected yesterday um yeah and i can't wait to um see the outpouring of races from those indulges beautiful indulgences sicko mode sicko (laughs) mode (laughs) Uh, at this point i'm just trying to get out (laughs) (laughs) we are sorry allison (laughs) but um yeah speaking of graces um I was hoping you could tell us a little bit about some grace that you receive a lot in mass, which is failing. Mm-hmm. Um, smooth transition. Quirky. <laughs> <laughs> she's quirky. She's cool. She's fun. She's veiled. Oh, um, yeah. For a person uh, who does not fail. Mm, um, really? <laughs> 
Guys, newsflash, Chandler Sheetsley does not fail. <laughs> <laughs> he does not fail. Yeah. Uh, could you tell me a little bit of more about what it is? Yeah. And <clears throat> yeah, just, just give me a, a general sense of what it is. For sure. Um, okay. So I like to explain it. It's sort of like a threefold type of thing. Um, so first is it's sort of just like an act of humility in front of the Eucharist, the physical presence of Jesus, because he is physically present in the Eucharist, in the tabernacle there. Um, whether it's, yeah, just in the tabernacle or in adoration when he's exposed in the Blessed Sacrament, um, he is present with us. And like women, traditionally, yeah, women cover their heads and men like take off their hats or whatever it is. Um so yeah, just like an act of humility in front of Jesus. And then the other one of the other ones is um it's sort of like the the spousal relationship between us and the Eucharist and how during mass Jesus is offering up his body for us on the altar. Like we are back at Calvary and we get to receive him physically in the Eucharist. Um that and that's like a sacrament that's like equivalent to the sacrament of marriage and like we receive jesus through that sacrament um just like man and woman receive each other through marriage i know (laughs) Um, the ties (laughs) i know everything is connected it's almost like the church does things for a reason yeah (laughs) (laughs) what a concept (laughs) anyways (laughs) but yeah so it's like so yeah, veiling, it's sort of that reminder of like, I'm a bride receiving Jesus in the sacrament so and cool. it's so beautiful. And that's actually why I got a white veil um, more recently, like a few weeks ago or a uh, month month or two ago, two I think. Ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just wanted it to feel more like that kind of like wedding type of thing. Like mm. I'm receiving Jesus and it's pretty sick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so humility a spousal relationship um give me a second okay <laughs> also while ali's thinking i'll just fill you in if, if you don't know like physically what veiling is um and you're listening to this oh sorry <laughs> um it's just like <clears throat> women when they're in the presence of the eucharist um will cover their heads usually with like a pretty lace mm-hmm. um veil you know <laughs> just and it's uh, that's that's what it is <laughs> good to know <laughs> yeah. now that you've got us on our cliffhanger i'm very enticed <laughs> to hear what thing. this third God. thing is yes um <clears throat> this one is actually really cool so the sanctity of femininity oh my gosh it's so it hard to say talks it's a mouthful <laughs> oh my gosh yes i could oh? talk about this for days <laughs> so cool. please okay. do yes so we as women are sacred, believe it or not. We are. Women um, are sacred. Yeah. If you think about it, Mary was a tabernacle of Jesus when she was pregnant with him. <laughs> she <laughs> she just dropped. My jaw just jaw. dropped because I don't think I've ever heard that reference. Exactly. Isn't it so cool? Exactly. It's pretty sick. Wow. Yeah. So she, yeah, literally held Jesus in her womb. And was a tabernacle of him. And we become tabernacles of Jesus when we receive him, like everyone does. Hmm. Um, But women, especially because we have that ability to carry life 
and like be our own tabernacles or not mm. not our own tabernacle you know what i mean be a we, tabernacle yeah exactly um for other children yeah for our children I yeah. <laughs> using that word isn't like an issue all right never mind <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah we basically become tabernacles like carrying life and when we receive jesus mm-hmm. in the eucharist um so yeah it's just a reminder of how sacred we are as women and our the abilities that god has gifted us yeah. um, and it's really beautiful sacred things are veiled yeah yes that's it yeah you veil what is sacred mm-hmm. father conrad has said that before um and yeah traditionally like the tabernacle is veiled the chalice is veiled um and like oh that is true yeah if you look at the chalice that's why father conrad yeah. he does that yeah wow yeah. um no, so, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know any of this. Women um, are also veiled because we're sacred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty sick. Indeed. <laughs> Crown of creation. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, when did you start um, veiling, I guess? And, and mm-hmm. why did you start doing it? Mm-hmm. So it was just about like over a year ago. I started, I think it was like February last year. Um, and yeah, I, I was just like hearing more and more about like traditional Latin mass type of things. Um, I wouldn't call myself like, like I don't regularly go to traditional Latin mass. I've been a couple times, but, um, I just started hearing more and more about it and how women like mostly all veil at these masses. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, okay, what is this concept of veiling? I've literally never heard of it. Don't know what it means. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just, yeah, started looking more and more into it. Watched some videos of women talking about how they started veiling and why they do it. Um, and yeah, it just really attracted me. And then I, Jesus just grew that devotion in my heart to the Eucharist and... I just decided to do it. It was hard at first. It was, especially like <clears throat> coming to the CSC. Like I, I was living at home last year, so I would only come like once or twice a week, maybe mm-hmm. if at all. Um, and I remember starting to come and with, with a veil. And I remember the first time I came, I, we were outside after mass and father Conrad was like, nice mandia. And I was like, uh, uh thanks. <laughs> what does Aww. that mean? Maybe. It's just another word for the veil. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so it was it was definitely like nerve wracking at first, mm-hmm. doing it, especially on a college campus mm-hmm. around a bunch of college yeah. kids that probably don't know what it means. <laughs> and I, yeah, I'm just not one that like likes all the attention on me all the time. So it was definitely hard at first, and like overcoming those fears and overthinking of just like, oh, what are people thinking about me? Are people looking at me? Whatever. Um, and ultimately, it was just because of the Eucharist. It just boiled down to that. Sure. Only because of him. That's so yeah. cool. That's so cool. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you did it. I'm glad Thank you. Because mm-hmm. oh my gosh. It is that especially Ali has told me like why she mm-hmm. does this before and it just always just fills me with such <laughs> joy. I'm like, oh that's such a beautiful reason to do anything. Mm-hmm. Like wait, if that there's so much meaning. It's so cool. Yeah. Um yeah. but I guess what I wanted to kind of ask you in that same aspect is like when do people typically veil and like I noticed that you wore your veil on the the whole time during our spring retreat Mm -hmm. um that you led (laughs) Um, but I was just wondering if you could just like give us some insight into that like 
Yeah. So, I mean, I think it varies person to person, like their own devotion. Um, some women veil like when they're in any church, no matter if Jesus is present or not. Um, yeah, it, it varies. Um, so my own conviction of it is just veiling whenever Jesus is physically present in the Eucharist. Um, so yeah, on retreat, for example, we were in the tabernacle room basically the entire time for all the talks, mass, adoration, and Jesus was present the entire time in the tabernacle. So I did veil the entire time because he was there. Um, yeah. Sick. Yeah. That is really cool. <laughs> yeah, it time. is. I mean, yeah. he's always there, but yeah. like physically that is cool <laughs> yeah it's wild <laughs> yeah because that's it it feels like it, i personally would forget so mm-hmm. i'd be i'd just be like in the middle and be like oh shoot and like mm-hmm. rummage through my things to find it <laughs> yeah if you know if, if i did it you know <laughs> something like that yeah. um yeah but yeah was it hard to get in the habit of it or was mm-hmm. it a little bit easier to kind of transition into it with that like going into retreat going into retreat and just veiling in general yeah um i mean so looking back on like last year when i first started there were definitely some times where i'd like forgotten it or like mm-hmm. was going into a chapel and didn't realize i would be going into a chapel if i like went somewhere so i've sort of just been accustomed to like bringing it with me everywhere <laughs> um nice. like just in case yeah. you know us catholics always tend to be in chapels <laughs> yes. for some reason I know. <laughs> Impromptu chapel visit. weird you yeah. know so weird how catholics yeah. go to church yeah I'm so sorry. yeah last minute, this is just the funniest thing ever mm-hmm. last night i was at the csc for way too late and dom fassinger comes inside and he's like gotta get some last minute mercy and <laughs> run to the chapel <laughs> just for like i don't know 10 minutes oh my gosh. just to like you know, soak in that last mercy before it goes into Monday. That's, that's, yeah, that's that I can very that. clearly picture him doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also dancing. Oh <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Sorry, anyway, I just needed to be sure. Um, no, I don't. What was I talking about? Um, <laughs> yeah, like forgetting to veil sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think I really ever forgot to veil whenever I would go in somewhere. Um, yeah, if anything, it's just been like unexpected, like, oh, Jesus is here. Let me grab my veil real quick. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think going into retreat, I like, it was funny. I was hoping we would not be in the tabernacle room for everything because Mm. I didn't really want to wear my veil the entire time. But, um, then yeah, cause I, I did lead retreat and through the meetings, MJ was like, yeah, we will be in the tabernacle room the entire time and Jesus will be present the entire time. And I was like, okay cool um okay yeah (laughs) so i yeah was prepared i just Mm -hmm. yep always had it with me (laughs) yeah did you receive a lot of questions during that retreat about failing and did like did that lead to influence some other people to failing you know what i actually don't think i really did get that many questions Mm. from retreat um yeah because i think at that point, a couple other women were also veiling. Mm, um, okay. And I don't know if... I don't know if the girls I can think of were veiling the entire time. Um, so, like I said, it is just, like, personal preference. Because, like, since we were in that room the entire time for, like, talks and everything, 
like yeah it's not that big of a deal if someone chooses not to veil it's just their own personal preference Mm. um but yeah I didn't really receive that many questions about it because I think people had probably grown accustomed to seeing at least a few women with veils on sure in the chapel every once in a while so yeah yeah. that makes sense yeah very cool yeah that makes a lot of sense it's also like I try to just in my own thoughts like people make decisions for themselves like based on a lot of different factors so Mm -hmm. it's like I've definitely like I don't fail but I've considered it through conversations with Allie and with other people who Mm -hmm. fail um but like yeah that was sorry that was just a good (laughs) question (laughs) because it's like yeah you make decisions like Mm -hmm. you can be influenced by people but it's at the end of the day it is like just your own relationship with God and like you can express it in that way yeah. and you don't have to. Yeah. And it's just like, however yeah, you feel it's, it's what's good for you. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. Solid. <laughs> so what's your, what's your favorite thing about failing? <laughs> what's your favorite aspect of it? If you had to um, choose. Hmm. Interesting question. <laughs> um, maybe I think just, I think, okay, for me, it's, like, an outward expression of that, like, inward devotion. Mm. Um, So, it's just, like, a reminder every time I put it on, like, Jesus is here. Mm. And that's just, like, it's, like, my own heart that's, like, being formed in that and making me, like, more and more aware of his presence in, yeah, any situation that like I'm walking into a chapel or yeah on retreat or whatever. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, now I have more questions about (laughs) the actual physical veil. (laughs) Um, cause I'm so curious about that. I am like, yeah, you know, don't wear one. So (laughs) gotta, (laughs) gotta ask the person that does. Uh, Yeah. Makes sense. (laughs) Um, so are there like different types that you, you can wear? I know like you, you said that you have a white one, so I Mm -hmm. assume there are different colors. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, it's, I've noticed that it's also see-through. So is that like mm-hmm. a special aspect? <laughs> you know, when I watch The Passion, mm-hmm. Mary doesn't have a, a see-through yeah. cover. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, okay. So I don't necessarily know all of the historical context, but um, in terms of like Mary, mm-hmm. I think back then I would assume it was sort of just like a thing that women did was just covering their heads. Mm-hmm. Um with whatever material they had. Um, sure. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, the veils now, yeah, they can be a bunch of different colors. Um, I have like a brown one that I wear when I'm not like in mass. Um, I guess mm, the way I see it is just like in mass is that like more of that spousal relationship because you are receiving Jesus in the Eucharist. So that's when I like to wear my white one just because that's when I'm like, oh, I'm a bride. <laughs> um, and then like when I'm just praying or yeah, in adoration, I wear my brown one. Um, the gold one. Yeah. Yeah. Brown, goldish. I yeah. love Allie's gold yeah. veil. It looks like sunlight on her hair. <laughs> oh, it's stop. the coolest <laughs> thing ever. I like sometimes look over and I'm like, oh, <laughs> thank you. Glittering. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, they come in a bunch of different colors, a bunch of different styles. Um, they're like all over Etsy. 
There's this one. Um, Are they like, hand, like handmade? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Some people do handmade them. Um, there's this one site called Veils by Lily, which is mm-hmm. where I got my white one. There's also like infinity veils that some women prefer. Sarah wears an infinity veil. Mm-hmm. Um, hers is really pretty. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mine. Like infinity scarf, but a veil. Yeah. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes over your head. <laughs> yes. Not around your neck. Correct. <laughs> Just explaining the concept of infinity score. Yes. Evolved into okay. Continue. I apologize. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't have any of the infinity veils. Um, I don't know. I've thought about it. I just didn't choose that. Sure. It wasn't. Yeah. Not the big deal. Yeah. But yeah. That's fair. Yeah. But yeah, they can. And then see, yeah, see through, I guess, is just like the material is just lace. It just happens to be. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was going to say it's it looks. So you already kind of mentioned this earlier. Mm-hmm. It looks a little bit similar to like a veil on a wedding, mm-hmm. which is, you know, see through to, yeah. to see the face. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. And then you, you've mentioned that you went uh, on a mission trip yeah. uh, to, to Brazil. Brazil. Yes. Um, I also went. It was yeah. cool. She did. <laughs> uh, were you veiling there? And yeah. like, did you use your typical veil or did you have to use something else? Yeah. So, so a general like rule of thumb, I guess, is just that like a veil can honestly be anything. Like it doesn't need to be the like lace type of like classic veil that you see in mass. Sure. Um. So, like, some women could use, like, headbands or bandanas Mm. or, like, a hat. Um, And all of those sort of double as that, like, head covering type of thing. Um, So, in Brazil, I actually got a couple bandanas and would just wear those, like, all day, every day. And then I could just keep those on to go into whatever churches we would go in because we were, like, constantly going in and out of churches, in and out of adoration, in and out of mass. Um, like you, we never knew when Jesus would be present. <laughs> so I was just like constantly wearing that and it was just really convenient to have sure. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool using yeah. different materials, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's just the, the concept of covering your head yeah. Yeah. for, yeah. Pretty much. Humility. Yeah. It's very cool. Very cool. Oh, yeah. So just uh, now that we're talking about Brazil. <laughs> oh my gosh. Indeed. Uh, yes. What was your favorite thing about that mission trip? <laughs> because i know <laughs> you had a lot of graces and a great yeah. time so oh man okay my favorite part um it's hard to just have one yeah like yeah <clears throat> really cool week. i guess if i had to choose like one day i guess that was like the most impactful i would say was the first day Monday when we were doing like mission for the first time, um, mm. we, so <clears throat> when we got to Brazil, there were a bunch of like pretty bad floods that hit. And it, I think it was like the second worst flood behind the floods that caused all the mudslides the month before in which like almost 300 people died. And Jeez. when we were there in the floods that like hit our first like two days we were there, yeah, yeah. I think like a couple people died in the it city. Was like five. Yeah. We were in Petropolis. Yeah. Brazil. Okay. People yeah. saw that on the news at all. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the first few days they suffered a lot of floods and damage. Um, so our first day of mission on Monday, it was still like raining. Mm. And so we didn't really go out anywhere until later in the day, I think after lunch. Yeah. Um, 
And at that point, we couldn't go to the city that we had planned to go to because of all the flooding in the area. So we ended up going to this shelter that was like a 10-minute drive away-ish. And it was up on a hill, like next to and behind this church. And when we got there, when we stood like outside the front of the church, if you looked like across the way, Mm -hmm. there was this mountain that you could just see this mudslide down the middle of it in the middle of like a bunch of houses. Mm. It looked like a scar. Yeah. It was wild because, like, you could see all the rubble and, like, the damaged houses and just, like, what was there, like, not there anymore. Mm. And I ended up, like, coming back after Brazil. I was looking up, like, all the stories about it because I hadn't heard about the mudslides at all before going there. And, like, that one mountain was, like, in every single article, a photo of that mountain because of, like, just, like, how significant that mudslide was. Um, So, yeah, being at that shelter... And, like, being with all these kids that were just, like, so happy to see us. And they were just, like, so joyful. They just wanted to be, like, played with and held so tightly. Mm. And they were just so cute. Mm. Oh, my gosh. They were so funny. Um, But, yeah, towards the end of the day there, I was, like, standing outside that church holding this one little girl and just, like, staring out into the distance at this mountain. Mm. And it was just, like, like I didn't, I didn't know what her home life was, what her family life was like. So I just wanted to, like, hold her and give her as much love as possible. Mm while I could um and like standing there holding her looking at this mountain was just like oh my gosh these people have gone through like so much suffering that like I could never imagine um so yeah I just like had that moment of like oh my gosh also because we were at the church um St. Anthony of Padua yeah and he I guess is known for holding the Christ child right oh I guess I think Manny said that I think that's true yeah so wow. it was also this realization later on, actually, that, like, we were literally holding Jesus in those children. Uh, and it was like... Stop! It was wild. Wow. Why am I still having a about this trip? <laughs> I know. It That's is amazing. wild. That, yeah. 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 That's so, so cool. That was just, like, an insane day. It was so beautiful. I did sure. not go to Brazil. Yeah. So <laughs> hearing the story between mm-hmm. you guys, it, it sounds like it was a great trip. Yeah. So It was so great. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess last question mm-hmm. here, uh, to, to kind of close this out. Um, so I don't really know context, but like when mm-hmm. you started veiling, <clears throat> were there a, a ton of people that were also veiling? Did you know anyone <laughs> here? Like there wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so now personally, like when I walk into mass mm-hmm. on Sundays, I see like lots of people veiling, like a lot, yeah. lot of people, more than I've seen personally mm-hmm. um, in like, yeah, <laughs> in like one mass and, and things like that. So Not even just at the CSC, like yeah, just at in, my own parish. Yeah, in general. Parish. Yeah. So th- there's a lot of people that have started doing it. Like, how do you feel about that, mm-hmm. I guess? Is there anything you'd want to say to maybe people that were on the, you know, border of mm-hmm. veiling or not. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like what would you say to them? And what do you thought? You guys have a secret veiling group. Can I join? Chandler has entered the chat. Yeah. I can totally talk about that. Um, so, yeah, when I started veiling last year, I don't remember anyone else veiling. There might have been one or two other women um, veiling, but, yeah, not that I, like... Gabby Bannequin, I think, oh, yes. for a while. Yes. Yeah, she has. 
Um, she definitely has. But that's the only person. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's why, like, it was a little bit difficult last year. I had already talked about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, coming in without really anyone else failing mm-hmm. and choosing to fail. Yes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I guess over the last year or so, honestly, more so just in the last, like, since September-ish mm-hmm. when school started again, um, I've just had a lot of conversations with a bunch of different women that just, like, ask about it, and they're just like, hey, like, can you just explain this to me? Like, I've never really thought about it that much. I don't really know much about it. Um, and I've just been a- been able to share, like, what I talked about towards the beginning of this yeah. conversation about, like, what it is and why I do it. Um, and a lot of them are like, oh, my gosh, I, like, never thought about it that way. I didn't know any of that. And I'm like, well, now you do. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so cool. But, yeah, so I think it's just, like, a growing <clears> – <throat> A growing love of the Eucharist and a growing love of, like, the feminine genius, just, like, over time. Um, and, yeah, I think it's a combination of a lot of things. It's it's really only the Holy Spirit that's, like, moving everything. Um, that's awesome. Would you say yeah. that the Spirit is moving over the water? Spirit can oh. move over us? Yeah. Sure. Or can rest on <laughs> us? Yeah. Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. Um yeah, and I've also just seen this, like, I guess the people can have differing opinions on this, but, like, a growing shift towards, like, more traditional views in the church, especially among, like, younger people. Um, like, I know a lot of people that, like, go to traditional Latin mass all the time um, and, yeah, are really into veiling, I guess. So that's also just, like, a, another, like, growing thing I've seen amongst specifically college students. Um, But yeah, I think overall it's just a lot of different factors that have just pushed a lot of women to decide to veil. Mm -hmm. I think it's really beautiful um, because it's a really beautiful devotion and a unique way of like expressing that. So for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. And then uh, to retag my other question is like if someone's on like the verge Mm. of, you know, deciding between the two, like, is there anything you would say to them? Anything in specific? Um, I mean, I would just say to pray about it, honestly, because like we can't (laughs) we can't let like what other people are doing or what other people say to us or what other people want us to do affect our decisions. Mm -hmm. Because I should also say that I th- I've i seen, like, a lot of people, like, trying to persuade other people to veil more. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it can't just be something that you're convinced of. It needs to be something you're convicted of. And that can only come from the Holy Spirit, not from other people. And it doesn't matter what people think. Yes. Like, exactly. Be, <laughs> anything you do for Jesus should be for Jesus. Yes. Exactly. And that's it. It does not. Nobody freaking matters like yeah. i don't care if i started veiling i don't care what mm-hmm. any of the boys at the csc mm-hmm. say about it like <laughs> well, thank you for appreciating it but like yeah doesn't i don't care yeah. what you think about yeah. me yeah. i'm sorry yeah. it needs <laughs> yeah I mean, it needs to be your own devotion it can't yes. come from someone else That's i really like, yeah the line that yeah. you said you it's not something you can be convinced of you need to be convicted mm-hmm. of 
And that comes from the Holy Spirit, which yeah. comes back to prayer. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, always bringing it back to prayer. Yeah, yes. baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby. It's all about prayer, baby. It yeah. is. Yeah. It always is. So. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's all the questions that we had for Great. you today, Allison. Thank you so much for coming on the episode. Yeah. I hope our listeners, including myself, we learned a lot mm-hmm. about veiling. Cool. Um, and, you know, maybe some women who are listening to this maybe mm-hmm. um, will be convicted to, to pray about, you know, veiling more, which is yeah. very exciting. Sweet. So, um, You're yeah. You're going to joy. Oh, thanks. Yeah. You Thank guys you have been here. too. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, that's been it. And, um, Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode, and uh, we'll see you next week. So, see ya. Bye-bye. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) See you later, guys.